Welcome to the Conquer Your Mountains Week 2 podcast. And this episode is titled Exodus, where we will explore transitions and how they relate to working professionals. Today's episode is all about escaping from the things that can hinder a professional from succeeding. I'm excited to once again have Arthur Madondo joining me today. Arthur was on our show last week and he is back by popular demand. Arthur is a chartered accountant and over the past 15 years he has been a financial manager at several well-known brands that have included a multinational food franchise, a tech company and a global big four audit firm. And most of his career was in South Africa uh, but he's currently now based in Canada, so he has certainly traveled the world. In this episode, we'll be discussing career and life transitions, and we'll be exploring questions like how do we overcome obstacles and setbacks uh, when we're pursuing our resolutions? How do we identify the things that are hindering our success? How can we stay motivated and focused uh, even when things are difficult? So, Arthur, welcome to the show and thanks for joining me once again. Hi, Manja. Thanks for inviting me and hello to your listeners. The book of Exodus uh, is about breaking free from slavery. As a professional kicking off um, a new project or a new year, what things could we have become slaves to and how do we find freedom? From my experience, I think uh, one of the key things that could enslave a professional would be career dissatisfaction. Okay. So feeling stuck in a job that doesn't align with your passion or values is one of the key things that I've seen time and time and again people go through and endure. Um, Yeah, and uh, I think one of the ways to freedom will be just to explore career options that align with your interests and skills and values. Um, consider prefer- some professional development or network and see what else is out there that uh, could entice your passions uh, and you know your professional um, needs. How do you avoid making the same errors uh, well not an error but certainly if you started something whether it was a new job or whatever it was at that point it seemed enticing and there might have been a honeymoon period where um, yeah everything was going the way you thought it would and suddenly after say six months uh, the honeymoon is over and you're like oh hang on this isn't what I signed up for um, I need to find something else. Uh, I'm now trapped. Uh, but uh, how, how does one avoid getting into an endless cycle of um, yeah, slavery? So I think one of the key things would be to constantly reflect, um, being able to have some form of uh, tool that helps you look back at the previous year or previous six months and evaluate yourself to say, is this still giving me satisfaction? Am I growing in the space that I'm in? Am I adding the best value towards the people that uh, potentially I lead or that are in my team? And 
once you identify that uh, some of those have become uh, negatives, I think that's a key starting point uh, into evaluating whether it's time for you to look for something new or fresh. And and it's not entirely an, a, a, always a negative thing. I think yes. uh, in, in the professional world, I think there's uh, always a time stamp towards um, uh, your your career or the, the place the place that you're at at any given point in time um, and, and it's different for everyone it can take six months it can take a year it can take 10 years for, for one person so it's important I think for each individual to constantly reflect uh, like what you said about the timestamp uh, because often uh, it's not that um, yeah you're in the wrong place uh, it could be that you've uh, outlived where you should be and you need to absolutely. absolutely yeah absolutely i think we also grow uh from time to time and you know sometimes an environment is that you're in you've outgrown that environment and it's time for a new chapter in your life yes definitely uh and i i believe that um Breaking into freedom is not just about changing jobs. I think there could be other things that one changes. You could remain in the same job, but maybe you're doing different things. Uh, from your experience, what are the other types of transitions that uh, you've had to make in your career journey? One of the key elements that I had had to change was moving just from being uh, a self sustaining independent employee to one that becomes a manager okay assu- yeah. as- assuming a managerial role and being responsible for a team of people um so that transition in the beginning for me was was quite scary and you know there was a lot of unknowns whether i could be be able to lead other people in a team but um by breaking just the mindset and you know it's a it's a mindset shift that needed to happen inside of me uh, and believing in myself and my capabilities but also leveraging assistance right from the senior peers in the workspace who were able to mentor me uh, encourage me and advise me on how to become an effective manager or an effective leader in a team were some of the things that helped me. Definitely, uh, I can relate to the mindset shift. Uh, And sometimes the mindset shift uh, can happen even if nothing changes externally. Um, Yeah, I've been in situations where, uh, say, you're running an organization and you're making losses. and you realize that it's not something external that has to change, uh, but it's uh, something to do with your outlook uh, of the world, how optimistic you are that you can do things differently. Often in making that mindset mindset shift, you have to do something, right? Uh, like you have to maybe go on a trip and experience something different 
uh, and you get that light bulb moment and you're like, oh, wow, I've been seeing this situation this way. I thought I was trapped. I thought there was no way to change the profitability of our business. And I've just realized that I've been looking at it totally wrong. I don't know if you've experienced that as well. Absolutely, right. So again, that's where growth happens, right? Uh, it normally happens in in uh, times where, you know, you, you, you might feel you're experiencing some setbacks or there's self-doubt, but if you shift the perspective, you see that it's actually an opportunity to learn and to grow that can catapult you onto the next uh, phase of your professional life. Um, I think the key thing is remaining open-minded and always looking at the positive aspect or the positive outlook and, and try to visualize success and how you can capitalize uh, all those moments that might appear as if they are setbacks or losses to your advantage. Uh, and Arthur, there's this uh, notion where some people think that we can be slaves to our salaries. Um, and I know that you've been in the entrepreneurial world at some stages in your career, and you've also uh, been also in the corporate world. Do you think it's true that one can be a slave to a salary? There's definitely room for you to become a slave to a salary living from paycheck to paycheck, being trapped in, you know, debt, depending on the commitments that you've made, whereas uh, life is not all about that. One needs to explore what their values are in life and try and align those values with whether you are in the right place career-wise, right? So what do I mean? Um, for example, some people are perfectly happy being an employee working in a, in a company and getting a pay check from month end to month end, whereas some people are entrepreneurial and are more attuned to creating businesses and adding value, absorbing income from that. Yes. There's, there's, there's no, uh, if I may put it, a perfect scenario. It all boils down to uh, each individual person's uh, preference. However, the key thing is, I think, not to be financially enslaved. Um, and, you know, whatever income you're earning shouldn't be enslaved in things like debt or reckless spending, inability to save or invest in other opportunities. How one can get freedom for that, from that will be, you know, creating a budget, working towards some form of financial goals, and seeking professional advice is one of them as well. And, you know, making long-term financial plans so that you're not enslaved in, 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 your, in your income. The concept of financial freedom is something that uh, many people grapple with. And I think a very small man minority achieve true financial freedom. What I've found is, is that 
often we are financially enslaved because we don't know what tools we have to to break that financial bondage. And sometimes we think that the only means of wealth creation are, are paycheck. Uh, but if you look at your life holistically, there's so many other ways that one can be creating that financial freedom over time, whether it's investing in property on the side, it could be yeah, growing a share portfolio, it could be doing something that is a hobby over weekends uh, that enables you to uh, create new forms of income. Uh, what's your experience uh, been with that, Arthur, in terms of creating financial freedom? And is that a concept where you can arrive and say, I'm financially free, or is it always a work in progress? Um, I think it's always a work in progress, right? And with with uh, money, it's always a shifting target because our needs and uh, and our appetite for more always grows. The more we get, I think the more we want to spend. But uh, actually learning to you know cap those needs and desires um, can ultimately benefit one in the long term because you're you're more in control. Um, of your of, of your finances and and i i agree with you Manza, absolutely i think the paycheck can become an enabler for you to become financially free yeah by you know um observing and researching what what tools there are outside of your normal day-to-day uh, working environment that you can leverage on to you know, expand your income. Um, I've I've personally found that um, starting small investments outside of my normal work have helped me uh, build a property portfolio and also just leveraging that whole uh, paycheck uh, in order to get um, what I call good debt from the banks and financial institutions so that I can purchase properties and then rent them out to tenants and they pay my mortgage on a month-to-month basis. Yeah. Um, yeah, but without, you know, having that paycheck, that steady paycheck every month, I wouldn't be able to, you know, have a credit score or be seen as a stable um, individual with the banks and the credit providers. As as much as professionals can be seen as you know they are stuck with a with a with a paycheck to paycheck, uh, there's also room for opportunity to leverage that paycheck in order to create some financial freedom for yourself. I I so agree with that. I think that that paycheck uh, it could uh, be your bondage. It could be what holds you in shackles uh, from one angle. But if you look at it totally differently, it could actually be your key because uh, with that paycheck, you are you are creating credibility, you are creating the ability to invest, um, you are just creating a mechanism to to grow your financial portfolio. But you have to be very mindful of doing it. Absolutely. And and I think it's also transitioning from a consumer mindset to an investor mindset. 
uh, I think our society often pushes us to be consumers. I reflect on what you said earlier that um, you can feel like you never arrive because the more you grow your financial portfolio, the more your appetite grows. Um, and yet the investor mindset uh, can be quite different because an investor uh, would think more in terms of sacrifice and the long haul. They are mindful of the power of compounding interest and other financial instruments like that. Uh, I don't know if, if you agree. Absolutely. And I think one of the ways that you can break that shackle uh, of of your mindset is potentially getting in a network of like-minded people who are invest investment oriented, um, where we have ideas, we've walked the path of you know investing, saving, using different types of tools, prolong their financial journey, just to save money and you know get to that financial freedom mark fastest um so it's important i think to to from time to time get in a network start talking to financially acute people yes um, financial advisors but mentors as well get get try and get uh, some mentorship someone who you can be accountable to that you can share some of your finances and your financial plans with um, there's a lot of financial advisors as well who, who are able to, you know, give you some sound advice around your finances. I like what you said about getting alongside like-minded people. Um, yeah, they say birds of a feather fly together. And if you're flying with uh, people that uh, are geared towards consuming and let's use our paycheck and always go out and have a blast, um, let's use each and every penny. It will have a, a very different outlook on your life compared to finding people that really think we can grow what we have, uh, we can invest, we can multiply, we can sow seeds. Uh, so that's that's such transformational advice. Other. We'll wrap up the podcast. Uh, on that note, but before we go away, um, I will read an excerpt from my book, Conquer Your Mountains, uh, which talks about this very concept. Uh, and today I'm reading from week two uh, of the 52 with Jenny, page 21. Sometimes we are slaves without even knowing it. We can be slaves to a nine to five job that does not bear fruit. We can be slaves to our performance scorecards and let them define our life and our value. We can be slaves to a meeting culture that talks much and achieves little. We can be slaves to our paychecks. Even worse, we can sell our souls to the highest bidder only to find that the price was really not worth it. And when an opportunity to cross our own Red Sea turns up, we do not recognize that a better way is possible that a promised land is reachable. So yeah, we'll end on that note. Uh, Arthur, thank you so much for joining our podcast series. Uh, it's been so valuable having you on this channel and just through our discussion today and last week, uh, there's so much that uh, I've learned and um, uh, also uh, even more that I think our listeners will be able to take. 
uh, with. Uh, thank you very much, Manja. I look forward to coming back again. Take care. Take care. Bye. Bye.